Hey everybody, real quick before we get started, um, just a quick content warning. Uh, This episode does get a little heavy once we get started talking about the music. Uh, Topics such as depression, suicide, abuse, sexual assault, maybe other things I can't remember right now, but just fair warning that that stuff is, is to come, but otherwise, please enjoy this episode on Svalbard. Welcome to another episode of Five Songs or Less. This is Danny, and this week I punish Dante with Svalbard. Dante always comes up with creative, fun ways to intro these episodes, and I've done that, I don't know, maybe once. I, I could have done the uh, medieval voice again, I guess, but that, that works more for, for Serena's other project, which I'm wondering if Dante has... has found that yet because i'm just giddy with excitement to introduce him to a to a skyrim themed black metal band he's gonna eat that shit up let's see i'm waiting for dante to like close a window or open a window i don't know he's got a weird background on so i can't see him uh oh there he is he just appeared through the trees of this of his background now he's bending over and i'm looking at his butt honestly not too bad you know, shoegaze girl, she's got she's got something to hold on to back there. Let's just say that. <laughs> okay. Now he's, I have a feeling he's doing that on purpose because I saw him looking at me. Okay. There he is. Hey. Hey, Danny. Good intro. Hey, thanks. Thanks. I did not talk about your butt. So it's the first intro of its kind? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hi, Dante. How are you? Hi, Danny. It's uh, been a while, huh? We haven't talked in a while. Ooh, yeah, boy. Uh, so that was sarcasm because we recorded less than 24 hours ago, and mm-hmm. I'm wondering if we're going to have, uh, aside from the music, anything to say. Yeah, yeah. Well, we could talk about the band, but that's not what people come to this podcast for. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if people were to come to this podcast, that's not what it would be for. <laughs> yes. Yes. It would be for listening to my kids uh, fight in the background. Yep. There's some tears. There's some tears happening. Let's see if we can figure this out. (laughs) Hey, Lhasa. Oh, you're not Lhasa. What's happening? See how long this takes. Oh my god. <laughs> and we'll be back with the incredulous parents and his friend podcast. One hour later. Okay. Crisis averted. Air conditioning has been turned on because I'm really hot now. Crisis averted? What would have been. How would that have escalated? Because that seemed. <laughs> yeah. Not great. <laughs> 
Tell me about your day, Dante. Did you do anything today? Did I? I did. I did quite a bit today. I mean, it's only one thirty here p.m. in yeah. uh, Wyoming. Beautiful, mm-hmm. sunny Wyoming. Would love to be outside right now. Even if we weren't doing this, I wouldn't be outside. But since I have uh-huh. to be doing this, I'm going to say I would love to be outside. Okay, okay. At least your background makes it look like you're outside, although it doesn't look sunny and fun. It looks very ominous. It looks beautiful. It's You're getting like the glow of a sunset over a mountain. Sure, sure. You're in a it forest. It could be a sunset with- or it could be a giant fire monster coming over the mountains. Well, it's not. Okay. It is not a giant fire monster. Do you mean a Dova? Okay. I've never played uh, Skyrim. What, that, that's not true. Not true. I have played Skyrim. I took a long time making a character. I played through the introduction. Tried to figure out what to do next. And I just uh, kept running into people that would kill me. So I stopped playing. I... Like, I'm bad at video games. Oh, I'm really bad at video games. Really? Yeah. You have to have, like, infinite more hours on video games than I do, though. I mean, maybe. I'm not that much older than you. No, no, I just... I, I, don't you play into, more often? Like, I'm more into, like, Nintendo-type video games where right. it's really simple. Children's and, games. Yes, yes. And you you die and you start right where you left off with the same amount of HP and all that kind of stuff. Like, I, I like Zelda games. Those are fun. Yeah. Uh, and, although and, <laughs> they, made, they made the one for Switch, uh, Breath of the Wild, they made it too too much like an actual RPG. And it's, it's too hard and I can't do it. Isn't that like everybody's like favorite game of all time? It's really fucking good. It's beautiful. Yeah. And it's it's really well made. But like you have to you have to eat and your weapons break and you have to like build new weapons and get get weapons and stuff. Oh yeah. And yeah, I just I don't that's not what daddy signed up for. <laughs> I want my sword to maintain its full strength the right. entire time. Right. No, I I hear you on that. There's certain parts of Skyrim where you could play it more as an RPG if you wanted to. Like, there's a lot of, like, alchemy and enchanting you can do. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I'm i good. Yeah. I, yeah. I want to sneak around. I want to steal shit. I want to... Yep. Uh, I'm a coward when it comes to combat. So I'm just, like, <laughs> I'm blasting arrows from, like, as far away as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, like, they're running at me with a sword, and I'm like, like, try to get, like, a couple more shots off before they get too close. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all, like, I'll find a spot. If there's, like, a group of uh, bad guys in, in Breath of the Wild when I was playing it, there'd be a, a group of the bad guys down there, and I would find the perfect spot high enough to where I could throw bombs and then hide, and the bomb would explode, and they'd get hurt, and then they'd look around and go back to, like, their what they're doing throw right. another bomb and and just do that like 20 times and wait for most of them to die and then i would go down and, and kill the last one and be like yeah i totally killed all you guys it is bravely <laughs> uh skyrim enemies will do the same thing where like you'll shoot a guy you know you'll shoot a uh a draugr like a kind of a zombie type character in the mm-hmm. head and it'll die. And like the droggers around it will be like, huh? And like, mm-hmm. they'll be looking around and then, well, I guess droggers don't talk, but like if it was a, a character that speaks, it would be like, Hmm, 
must have been my imagination. And it's like, oh, your friend is still dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Yeah, but like it turns off their like, you know, combat mode or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're, we're a couple of real, real wimps, but we like pretty games. It's yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, I don't know. Maybe one of these days, because I still have it. I have Skyrim for PS3. I don't know. Maybe one of these days I'll decide to try it out again. But I just, I don't know. I'm not good at that kind of shit. I think it's easier. Like the game is daunting because it's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you always assume like every like new assignment or mission you have like is going to be like the scariest thing in the world. But mm-hmm. they do a pretty good job of not like you're not going to be not ready for a mission usually. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you, your lo- your levels are usually pretty close to what the mission requires. But yeah, man. I mean, look, you know, I've been playing this game for a dozen years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. Still not getting tired of it. Do you so. do you follow the story or do you just kind of like fuck off and do your own thing? I mean, so I've done both. I'm probably on like my maybe like fourth i wouldn't even say playthrough because to be honest i've never like you know 100 percented it or anything like that mm-hmm. but i'm probably on like my fourth character that i've put many many hours in oh okay and i kind of do it differently each time the current one is the most thorough i've been where like i've i've like completed like the main quest which is something mm-hmm. i hadn't done before but I haven't like become the leader of the mage guild or whatever. And like, that's something I have done before. And so I probably will eventually try to, I don't know if you can 100% Skyrim. Like, I don't even know what that would entail, but Mm. I want to complete like all of the like major quests and side quests. Um, Yeah. 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 And then just become like an invincible god and then see what life is like there. <laughs> Probably you can like, I haven't built a house yet in this in this playthrough. Like you can buy land and design and build a house and that's pretty fun. And you have to go like mine some, you know, iron or whatever to make sure yeah. you can you can forge your own door hinges and mm-hmm. shit like that. <laughs> just get like real like granular in, in the details there. And then hopefully by by the time I'm done with all that, the next uh, Elder Scrolls game will come out. It, it um, won't. It won't. <sighs> they'll release a. It's such a. Fun they'll release game. a new Fallout game instead. They'll release a new Fallout game, and then they'll be like, "Yeah, the Elder Scrolls got pushed back another generation, um, not console <laughs> generation, like people, and." <laughs> But uh, we did release, like, we created a new island you can download for Skyrim. And it's like, ah, fuck. Okay, here's $80. <laughs> <laughs> what, if um, they, what if they released it PC only? Then what would you do? Would you go out and buy a PC just to play it? Boy... Probably like not Mac because you have a Mac and not, yeah. not on Mac PC I, only. Yeah, I understand. Um, Just making I, sure. I Sometimes. probably would because I, I don't have a desktop anyway. Um, uh. And I don't like may, maybe it's stupid. You, you could tell me if it's stupid, but I kind of don't mind the idea of having like a, a PC and a Mac. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. Totally. I, I'm prepared for anything, you know? <laughs> Prepared for any extension I have to download. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I probably would because I, I still kind of feel like I want a desktop. Uh, I don't know why, but mm-hmm. another th- thing I did last night, kind of Skyrim related. So last time we talked, um, yesterday afternoon, talked about all the house shit that mostly you're doing. You are going to have to move everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. I am currently just moving some stuff because <laughs> at, at some point this afternoon, I'm hoping my uh, table that's too nice for me to own is going to arrive. <laughs> And, um, I, so I like, I, I have this big L shaped desk that I told you about. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I, I disconnected the L. So now it's like just two kind of normal desks in this connector piece, cleaned it up, took some nice pictures, put it on both Wyoming and Western Nebraska Craigslist. Whoa. Uh, and I also did the same with my Xbox one, Mm -hmm. uh, for the listeners, uh, with all the hookups, controller, wireless controller with new <laughs> batteries, and and the Skyrim Special Edition and Fallout 4 Game of the Year Edition. Wow. Uh, a game I put maybe three hours in and was like, I just don't like this world. Okay. Every th- everything is very, very similar to Elder Scrolls, mm-hmm. but I don't like the guns. I would rather have like axes and shit yeah 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 um and the world is like i don't know like it's you know it's just like post-nuclear war like wasteland Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i want to be here in the in the trees (laughs) and it's just yeah just there's no trees in the wasteland no they all got nuked yeah so uh yeah i just i just didn't dig it and i I was really hoping it would scratch that itch of like you know a Mm -hmm. new elder scrolls game but not at all even though so much of it is you know similar yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. So yeah, so I put put that on Craigslist. Haven't got any emails yet. So so, what, so how come you're getting rid of your Xbox? Did you get, finally get a PlayStation? No, no, no. So th- so this is my Xbox One that I'm selling. I have an Xbox That's, Series S. Okay, okay. The Xbox One is the previous the previous generation. One. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've never really followed Xbox, so I don't know all the different versions. Yeah, it it would be easier if they just did one, two, three, four, five, like PlayStation. Sure. Um, they went what they went Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox one. Yeah. Am I missing a generation? I don't think so. Cause yeah. Cause there's one more generation of PlayStation, mm-hmm. I believe. Cause PlayStation two and Xbox came out around the same time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, don't, had I don't work at Dimple anymore. So <laughs> yeah, that stuff is like, whew. do you know, this is surprising. So when you think of 90s consoles, which one do you think of as like being like the top tier? 90s consoles, top yeah. tier. Like, um, like you know, m- most popular or most beloved or however you want to frame it in your mind. Sure. God, that's hard. I want to go Super Nintendo, but PlayStation is like, the original PlayStation is, is there too. Yeah, I don't know. What do you, what? What do you go for? So in my mind, I always thought, and this again tells me I'm wrong, I always thought it was the Nintendo 64. I thought that was kind of like the... Yeah, because that's where you've got um, you've got uh, 007. You got 007, Mario Kart for people who are into that. Yeah. Um, Ooh. Ocarina of Time. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that, that was 64 only, correct? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. But I was surprised to find out that as far as like sales go, mm-hmm. PlayStation absolutely blew it out of the water. Uh, yeah, Sold yeah. so many more units. And maybe that's just because people were wary of, you know, cartridges when CDs mm-hmm. became an option. And certainly saving uh, was easier on, on CDs and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sound was better, I suppose. But yeah, I, I still always think of like, if I'm going to go to a friend's house, if like four of us are going to go to a friend's house and have a, mm-hmm. have a night, it's going to be on 64. Like PlayStation... Yeah, yeah. I think PlayStation was maybe more if you were into like JRPGs and yeah, JRPGs, a, and that's where you started having like the Resident Evil games. Yeah, it was the um, thinking gamers console. Yeah, 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 thinking gamers and like um, more adult gamers because that's because like Nintendo, you d- you don't have like blood and stuff like that usually. Right, right, and like scary adult type games, like Leisure Suit Larry. Yes, like Leisure Suit Larry. All my oh, favorite oh. adult games. And um, <laughs> and uh, GTA, Grand Theft Auto. Oh, sure. Sure. I mean, the I feel like Vice City was the first one that was like huge, and that wasn't until PS2, but yeah. still. How long has it been since a GTA game has come out? It's been a really long time, right? Mm, I wasn't don't it? think it's been that long. I think they... Wasn't it Grand Theft Auto V? Was, was that the last one? They had another one and it wasn't it it was a it wasn't a numbered game kind yeah. of like Vice City. But wasn't it like a uh I, I guess I didn't really do any research, but I took that to mean it was like kind of not a not a full, a full game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I thought those games were fun when Vice City came out. Like I played that one. Uh and it, you know, it was fun. I was I was of course really bad at it. I would just get in a car and drive around and run people over and stuff. Sure. Um but now I'm just like I don't know. It's really problematic. Like all the stuff that you have to do or can do in that game. I don't know about that. Yeah. I, I would be interested if they address that at all in newer yeah. versions, maybe yeah. in this newest one they have. Like, I mean, have you ever been able to be anything besides a white male character? Oh, I don't know. Um, and then I know like, you know, the, obviously there's the, uh, you can choose if you would like to to assault sex workers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, to be fair, you can assault anybody in that game. But <laughs> true, there's true. like in their games, like twenty percent of the population is sex workers. Yes, yes. A v- let's see. Uh, I really just want to play Crazy Taxi so I can I can hear that sweet sa- sweet sweet soundtrack. You know, that's actually why I didn't love the Grand Theft Auto games. I I don't ever like driving in games yeah yeah and crazy taxi it's not usually just, fun it's so frustrating yeah because i know i like would never learn to use the brake properly they would always <laughs> design it where you're supposed to like break just enough yeah, yeah um yeah. and not yeah n- never well good that was our uh we took a little game stop if you will Ooh. so yeah put <laughs> put some things on craigslist last night um created space for uh, this table that's coming. Mm-hmm. And then also, uh, because we weren't originally planning to record today, mm-hmm. I spent like a couple hours, like 1 to 3 a.m., listening to this band some more and <laughs> fleshing out my notes. <laughs> yeah, so, I noticed uh, I, got a, I got a text from you 
pretty uh, pretty late. What did I text you? You emphasized the thing I texted you. Oh yeah, yes, 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 yes. And I was I was already asleep when that happened. I yeah I had hoped so, but I I don't trust that you like turn your like ringer off or you I know why not? Just in case. I don't, I'm not down with the do not disturb thing. Like that's, that's fine if, if that's what people do, but I like, what if somebody needs to call me or something? They don't. Well, what if like, what if something happens to my mom or dad and, and one of them needs to call me and wake me up? So what? So you can call 911? Like if it's an emergency? No, if they need to tell me to come to the hospital or some shit. I think... I don't know. I think Danny, it's not. Danny, mom was in a car accident. She's got one hour to live. Oh, you know what, dad? You know what? I'm going to put my phone on Do Not Disturb. That can wait until the morning. Click. <laughs> Tate is so mad. He needs his beauty rest. I do. Like, if my mom wants to be a dick and die in the <laughs> middle of the night, first of all, I can't fucking drive to go see her die sure, anyway. Sure, I live like 20, maybe 30 minutes from my parents. You live very far away. Yeah. So, I don't know. I I guess it's kind of a, not a risk-reward thing, but it's like, the, the thing you're talking about is knock on wood, like a one in a billion, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to get that phone call. Whereas... What if I'm just up late because I have weird sleeping schedule and then like I, I like text you three times in a row and that's what wakes you up? Usually doesn't. But even if it does, I'm just like. Ugh. Well, what if it te- what if it wakes Amanda up? It probably wouldn't. Have I you mean, never, it never talked? Has. It does hasn't. She, does she leave her phone on Do Not Disturb? No. We're a Do Not Disturb. We're a not Do Not Disturb family. A do not do, do not, not disturb. Do not disturb. <laughs> D&D&D. D&D&D, yes. Dungeons and Dragons in Dungeons? <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons and Druids. Is that a thing? I don't know. It can be. Oh. If uh, you put your mind to it. Don't be such a nerd. Let's talk more about Skyrim. <laughs> All right. Um, but, but before we jump into that, so tell me how you got into this band. For some reason, I want to I wanna say that this is not a band you've listened to for a very long time. It is not a band I've listened to very, for a very long time. I was aware of them because I, I remember when their second album came out and seeing it pop up on a blog and I went, hmm, I should probably listen to that, but then forgot about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so sweet, sweet. But then in 2020... Uh, their album, When I Die, Will I Get Better, came out. And a lot of people uh, were talking about how fucking great it was. And so I went and listened to it. And guess what? It's real fucking great. So, okay. So you you delved in deeper in 2020. Yeah, yeah. So after that, I, w- I went and listened to the other albums, uh, the splits and stuff. But but really, I spent I have spent the most time with, with their 2020 album because it's a fucking masterpiece. Okay. Would okay. I won't ask you a leading question. I'll just ask you a question, like someone okay. who went to journalism school. <laughs> Why did you want to give them to me? 
for a few reasons. Um, they're a metal band, not necessarily the the brand of metal that you and I have bonded over, right? Like right. Your, your Alcests, your Agalox, things of that nature. But I felt like it was not removed enough to where you wouldn't be able to get into it. The You appreciate great guitar work. They have some great guitar work. Um, I don't think you would be put off by... I didn't think you would be put off by the vocals. And they're great fucking songs. So I thought, hmm, let's share this with Dante. Plus, it's going to lead me to... Uh, tell you about or maybe you finally figured it out of another brand band that the singer has an album coming out tomorrow yeah uh let's let's jump into that given my current surroundings do you think mm-hmm. i i still am unaware of what that is you know possibly possibly i'm i'm going to go with you chose that background because you read about noctool that is correct. Um, yeah. Last night, listening to this playlist, doing some research, mm-hmm. I found Serena's Twitter account. Mm-hmm. And after I sent her 17 DMs, all from different accounts, <laughs> um, I, I followed in her bio, There's um, she mentions Noctool, and there's a link to that Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And here is the bio for Noctool. Am I saying that right? Is it? You think I, I was going to ask you that because I figured it was a Skyrim thing. Well, even if it is, it's still something I've probably only read and not. Sure, sure. It's, I I don't point. speak much while playing Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> and now Dante's character is walking down the mountainside. <laughs> uh, my character is named Emil. Thank you. Oh. Uh, named after Romanian philosopher Emil Chorin. Uh, would love to read you some of his aphorisms sometimes. Sometime. Yeah, maybe, maybe sometime. Maybe sometime. Um, <clears throat> so here's the bio. Quote, Skyrim, first word, Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Skyrim-themed mm-hmm. black metal by Serena Cherry from Svalbard. Mm-hmm. End quote. Their debut album comes out tomorrow. I say there, it's, it's just her. It's her, yeah. Uh, Noctool's debut album comes out tomorrow as of this recording, Friday, May 28th. Weird mm-hmm. weird day for an album to come out. I thought it was always Tuesday for some reason, but I guess if there's no physical... No, they switched it to Friday quite a while ago. Really? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't think that's true. It's true. It's true. I worked at Dimple when that happened. But I feel... Like, didn't um, didn't Lake Fantasy come out on a Tuesday? Um, I believe it did. So, so maybe they do both. I don't know, but yeah, um, most albums now come out on Fridays instead of Tuesdays. Interesting. Well, that's when movies come out. So, sure, it's a fun weekend thing listen, to do. Listen, listen to your, your album. album on the way to the movie, or yeah. while you're watching the movie. In the movie, if you want to get kicked out. <laughs> anyway, so as far as I'm concerned, like this whole recording session is just fucking killing time until <laughs> until Knock Tools album comes out. And yeah, then, yeah, uh, yeah. You'll be on there at midnight. Yeah. Would it be midnight? Is it midnight everybody's time? I don't like, know. You know what I'm saying? Like, do they? Yeah. Like, I mean, I would, what I would little? do is check at nine o'clock. Or no. Well, let's see. What would it be for you? 
Well, if you're talking o'clock? 12 Eastern, it would be 10. 10. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I would check at 10 o'clock and see if it's up. You know, fire up your your Skyrim, and then fire up your Spotify. <laughs> Ooh. Shoegaze girl, can't go camping this weekend. Uh, <laughs> all of my needs have been covered. <laughs> There's electricity up there, right? <laughs> yeah, if, if uh, her and I are up there, there sure will be. Oh. Um, here, let me read you a, uh, a text conversation. Okay. Um, so she is getting her second dose of the vaccine this afternoon. Nice. And she's, she's okay with it. I mean, you know, hope she reacts okay to it or whatever. Yeah, I mean, um, philosophically and politically, she's completely against <laughs> it. But I've tried to. Um, could you, I, I just want to be able to go to gun expos with her, and so I think it's best <laughs> if we can get vaxxed. <laughs> sure, sure. And so, but but she's pretty nervous. Like she doesn't love needles, and kind of specifically, she doesn't love vaccines. Like mm-hmm. she knows, like you should get them. But, yeah, like, yeah. she just has this thing about having things put inside her blood vessels or whatever. Sure, I don't know. Sure, sure. And so I was trying to – I asked her what time her appointment was, and she told me. And I said, you know, big breaths. You're you're going to be fine. And um, you can finally go to Walmart maskless. Uh, she, she, she went to Walmart the other day, like, for the first time in a very long time. And she was uh-huh. like, yeah, it's – you know, reminded her of why she doesn't love going to Walmart. Sure, sure. But I said, but really, you know, we'll be safer when we go on our road trip together in a few mm-hmm. weeks. And mm-hmm. I said, and we can stop wearing condoms. So it's it's really <laughs> great. And she replied? Uh, I just got the crying laughing face. Oh, okay, okay. And then I then I sent her another text and it said it's um, it's not going through for some reason. So, and I called her and went straight to voicemail. Yeah, so, yeah weird. She yeah. she must have been laughing so hard she dropped her phone and it I th- yeah probably shattered probably. or something so but yeah or maybe the uh, the microchip is taking over and it hasn't um, completely switched over yet that's probably it yeah. yeah yeah okay so I don't know what I don't know where we are <laughs> I think we're on the third uh, song we, we talked about the the band a little bit and we talked about Noctool yeah and I think I think we're ready to talk about the first song. I mean, you you don't have any like question. I like I had questions for you. You don't have any questions for me. Well, all my questions have to do with the the songs. Hmm. Not not the band in general. I'll, I mean, <sighs> my questions about the band in general. I'll I'll find out through the course of of this episode. Through like through the course of like any one song specifically, or like all the choruses. All the choruses. Yeah. Okay. All. Do we want to talk about roller coasters? We could talk about roller coasters. I don't know that that video. I thought it was really weird. (laughs) I've I've seen her talk about that on uh, Twitter before. And uh, oh, I I, oh, right. I was going to talk about this after hearing the album for the first time uh, on our cousin podcast in the or less universe. uh, Serena guested on 100 words or less. And I okay. listened to that interview. Do they know <laughs> that we're their cousin? I'm sure they don't, that uh, he does not know we exist. But uh, yeah, I listened on that and she talked about roller coaster stuff on that for a bit as well. But yeah, she's like really into it. Like when they yeah. go on tour and stuff, it seems like they, during the days, they go and ride a bunch of roller coasters. I wonder if there's like, you know, like the bassist or whatever is just like, <sighs> 
fucking hate. The He's bassist like, is like my mom when we would go to Disneyland and like just standing there holding all of our stuff, like waving from the waiting for like a fucking hour for yeah. us to go on Magic Mountain or whatever. Just eating so many churros. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like she joined some like, well, I think it's, I mean, probably with the band when they tour, but she specifically like joined some like online community and yeah, they yeah. will meet up at all these places around the world. Yeah. Like coaster heads or some shit. Um, yeah, the I think they're they're called the roller brosters. It's <laughs> pretty good too. There was one that she was like they kept showing this like point of view shot and it was just like in trees. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it must be like a pretty lame roller coaster because if you can hold a <laughs> camera on it the whole time, like it's oh that one that. It's just her writing down the thing or whatever. I, it, it must have been the same one because it yeah, looked yeah, like yeah. a similar <laughs> setting. Like, it, it, honestly, it just looks like if she let go, she would fall off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, did you watch on um, on HBO? There's like this documentary kind of thing called. Um, oh, God, what is it called? Like Lawsuit Park or something like that? Mm. About this like water park? Action Park. Action Park. Yeah. Um, well, that did you mu- watch that? No, but I'm trying to think. What was the Johnny Knoxville like movie called? Oh, I have no idea. Because it's it's about that. Oh, and he also like he play he's playing a character. He's playing like the guy who like built action or founded yeah, yeah, Action yeah. Park or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he also does a bunch of Johnny Knoxville stunts of just like sure, sure, fall sure. like crashing on a roller coaster and shit. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But yeah, so, yeah I, I guess I, this is about that. Right. It's a documentary about that park. Uh, it's on HBO. You should watch it. It's really, it's really funny and and interesting. Um, uh, don't people die? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, but it's funny and interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was New uh, is it New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, I think it was in Jersey. Yeah, we're not losing anything. But uh, yeah, roller coasters, man. I haven't been on a roller coaster in like an actual a real roller coaster, and I don't fucking know how long. Yeah, boy, I can't remember either. Maybe like I might have been a teenager. Maybe like oh, I feel like when I lived in Santa Barbara, maybe I went to Legoland or Disneyland or something. Sure. Yeah, Yeah, I remember doing like Space Mountain when I was like you know sixteen, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I cannot remember what would have been after that. Honestly, yeah. I I haven't been to like Great America or Six Flags in fucking. I mean, I wake up in Great America every day, and I'm thankful for it. <laughs> and you should true, be, too. True, Because if we lived in any other godforsaken country, would we get an Action Park documentary and a Johnny Knoxville theatrical release? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> this were communist Russia. Oh, God, don't tease me. <laughs> yeah, and then the, the last, last roller coaster I ever went on uh, was with Han at Thunderland. They had a like this little janky uh, dragon roller coaster. Yeah, he I've been I've blast. been on the dragon for sure. Have you been on that? Yeah, like twenty <laughs> like four years ago or some shit. I never went as a kid to Thunderland. Yeah, that yeah my because my grandma lived in Carmichael and she would take me and oh. I we I did the dragon and did the uh, there's like this like winding yellow like 
path that is like just like two feet elevated off the ground and it like goes through some bushes and it's like oh oh, oh that's, that's fairy tale town that's fairy tale town yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i've um, experienced that recently it's pretty it's pretty good are, are those near each other yeah yeah they are okay okay um they're like right next to each other aren't they they're very close yes okay like walking distance away yeah, yeah, yeah and the zoo is right there too i don't know that i ever did the zoo no fuck zoos so I'm glad my my grandma was cool. Yeah. I mean, not so cool that she would still be alive, but still pretty cool. <laughs> sure, sure. All right, should we talk about? Oh wait, hold on. I got two more okay. things to talk about. Okay. So the, there was also there's a couple interesting things I noticed on her Twitter account, and there, I'm sure there was more, but this is just like what was like fairly recent. Sure. Uh, April 30th, she was like, there's some really cool shit happening in heavy music this week. And she noted mm-hmm. that Gojira was releasing a new album. Hell yeah. She's a fan. Uh, April 27th, she posted a picture of the book she was reading. Mm-hmm. She was reading uh, the Slipknot book, Inside the Sickness Behind the Masks. Which... Hell yeah. What a title of a book. Yeah, seriously. Like, you could have picked uh, Inside the Sickness. Uh-huh. You could have picked Behind the Masks. No, no, sure. no, no, no. Why not For, pick them both? Uh, they, there's still more band members than words in that title, so I guess it checks out. <laughs> True. But true. yeah, she was reading She was reading about how, like, apparently their demo cost, like, $30,000 or something. Uh, I don't know, but she's, she's a learned member hmm. of uh, the metal scene. And then she, yeah, yeah. she also, she wrote... And Are you going to give me them someday? Slipknot? Yeah. No. Like, I'm, I'm not a fan. Like, I don't, I don't no. like... Even at the time, I think I... I thought you were, like in... Like in not, not even to a system of a down level. Um, anyway, so she wrote this article. Like, I, I had already heard all the songs multiple times before I read what I'm about to read. But this just, like... I would... I would be in even if I didn't uh, like the music. And who knows if I do or not? We haven't gotten to it yet. So she wrote an article about her five favorite video games on something called Astral Noise UK. Astronoid? No, but that may come up later. Ooh. Uh, By the way, I'm really glad I noticed what this was now because I was very prepared to say Astral Noizuk, uh, not realizing the end of it was UK. Um, okay, so here's a quote from Serena's article. Okay. The Elder Scrolls V, Skyrim. A game so inspiring, I wrote a whole album about it. The great thing about Skyrim is its flaws make me love it even more. Oh, it's like you, Danny. Oh. The clunky hand-to-hand combat... Yeah. Mm-hmm. The amount it always glitches. Danny, this is just about me and you. <laughs> the annoying character that is Lydia could be Lhasa. Yeah, yeah, not far off. Somehow the flaws of Skyrim always manage to stay on the humorous side of annoying. Even when it gets it wrong, it gets it right. I like that it's not a perfect game. I love that it is one of the best. The soundtrack is emotionally rousing. The stories are immersive and dark. The dungeons are never so challenging that you want to give up. 
It is a world so huge, a world packed with fun little side quests designed to divert you off the beaten path. You can play this game for years and still be <laughs> taken to unexpected places with it. An easy number one for me. How about that, nice. huh? I'm shaking the How notes that you, that you can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you shaking your fist at those trees, though? <laughs> um, just... I, I've never agreed with anybody more wholeheartedly about anything in my life. Like, wor yeah, word yeah. for word, she absolutely nails it, though I'm trying to remember who Lydia is in the game. I, I don't recall off the top of uh -oh. my head. But um, just... <laughs> it's like you're drinking right from that lake. <laughs> Get a straw. Hold on. <laughs> yes, yes! This is the first time uh, Dante's background has been very comical. It's been semi-comical before, but this time it's very comical. Because he was drinking water out of a water bottle, and it looked like he was drinking out of a lake. And now he's got a straw. Uh -huh. This is going to be so good. <laughs> if if there is a disposable, like one-time use only product, I have it. That's going to go. <laughs> that's going to go straight to a landfill. You better yep, believe yep. I own it. How? <laughs> See if this works. <laughs> almost, almost. Mm. I'll do a little Photoshop on that. Man, I need, I need to get closer. <laughs> okay, okay. I've got like 10 screenshots now. <laughs> I'm going to have to go take a bathroom break like so, so soon. <laughs> Uh, I don't know why the bottle wasn't fully disappearing there. Yeah. Um, it wasn't into our bit. No. Well, Dante? Yeah. You ready to get started? Yeah. We've you all ready to <laughs> stop talking about video games for the next uh, five song topics? I'm sure it'll come up again. Oh, we've been recording for an hour. I don't have any uh, creative way to intro this, just like I didn't have a creative way to intro the episode. Classic Danny. Her song is called Open Wound. The only thing you could really do with that is say open wound. And so it's mm -hmm. like, uh, I opened, like I, I did surgery on a scarecrow made of rope and mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. I like, you could get there somehow, but it's, it's not worth it. And it's, it's not worth discussing. Sure. Sure. So let's stop. Okay. Let's Next song is called. <laughs> Well, Dante, first impressions of Open Wound. What you got for me? I haven't. Did, have you not heard this one? Uh, was this one on the playlist? I I hope so. Um, 
I don't know why I want to be so difficult in the void talking about the band. <laughs> I like it a lot. Uh, the opening gets right to it. I really mm-hmm. like. Uh, I knew you were going to like that opening. I, I like those kind of vocals yep. a lot. Yep. Um, and they appear on uh, the next song as well. Yeah, I noticed um, uh, I think three three of the five songs have pretty openings. Yes, at least. Or four. I, I know one of them does not for sure. Yeah, we're, we're thinking of this. <clears throat> yeah, I would say three and a half of them do. There's one that I'm like, okay. anyway. I like anyway. I like open wound. I like, you like the opening of this one. I like pretty openings. Yes, you do. It's it's very pretty. It's super melodic. It's atmospheric. It was a little. Yep. There, there's a couple bands that I'm going to say a lot that this band reminded me of, and I think both mm-hmm. are going to surprise you. Okay. Maybe not one so much anymore because uh, you already said their name like ten minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, I, it's not like maybe a super obvious comparison. Like Sublime is that? Yeah, but um, with Rome. Oh, perfect. Yeah, good call. You okay over there? I think I'm allergic to what's ever in these trees. <laughs> <laughs> I need a new background. You need a snowy background. That's when all the pollen goes away. Oh, I only have a shirt. I, that's another great thing about winter, though, is no pollen, no bugs. Yeah, yeah. My, like, I, like, my first timestamp probably would have been the opening. The listeners mm-hmm. just heard yeah. that. So yeah. the the bulk, like, I, I have three main parts I want to get to, and they're kind of in the middle of the song. Do you have anything in the beginning of the song you want to play? Um, my first timestamp, well, f- well, first... Um, the fucking lead tone that uh, specifically Serena gets is just gorgeous, just drenched in like reverb and delay. And it, it sounds so great always. And she's always doing a lead, it seems like, on most of these songs. And I think that's kind of cool because we talked about on the Hum episode and and even the Say Anything episode last time where there was a rhythm happening and then like this ridiculous lead behind it. Yeah. And she's kind of always doing a lead, but it's never to me anyway, it's never, it ever feels overdone or like over like super showy or anything like that. Who, who, cause there's a lot of like fast tremolo picking mm-hmm. in this playlist. Is that her or is that the other guy? It seems to be mostly her. Okay. Like even when she's singing, she's doing like the fast, like single note. Yeah. Or sing, yeah, single string or just two string or whatever, um, tremolo picking. And the the guy who plays guitar is doing more of the rhythm. Okay. Now, I, I will admit, I did not realize there was two singers until I watched some live yes, stuff. Same. Oh, okay. I'm glad I'm not, because that seems yeah. like a stupid thing to not realize while listening. Mm-hmm. But it took well, me seeing that they were, like, there was dual vocals and that they were kind of trading off. Their voices are different enough to where you, if you know that there's two different singers, you can tell them apart, but not different enough to know that off the bat. For me, anyway. Yeah. Like, it It was, as soon as I saw a live thing, then I was like, oh, okay, now I can tell the difference. I just thought it was her kind of changing, like, her scream. Sure, You know, sure, sure. like, yeah, because yeah, I feel like singers do that. They have, like... 
you know, they can hit a more guttural lower tone or, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And she does sometimes too. She, yeah. She, um, she does yeah, sing differently and in, in different songs or different parts, but I was like, Oh no, that's just a whole new person. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah, that's, that's, I love the tone, the lead tone that she gets all the time. My first timestamp is uh 114. Okay. Yes. Go ahead, sir. So anytime they go into like a fast, like driving beat, not a blast beat, just, just like a do da, do do da, do da, like that kind of driving beat. It's always really fun. I'm going to play it right now. Really good. Their drummer is great. I really, I think you uh, phrased that perfectly. Very driving drums. Um, mm-hmm. I have a couple parts in other songs where I have a very similar note where it's it's not necessarily something that's like super showy or technical, though they do have yeah, some parts yeah. like that, but not always. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I, it's just really good choices that serve the song. And that was a great, a great example of it at 114. First time you were listening to this uh-huh. and it starts with the, you know, it's, it's pretty and it's slow. It's got like the Tom kind of, uh, drums going on and stuff. And then it cuts into the faster and the screaming vocals and stuff. Yeah. Was that uh, off putting at all for you? Did you, did you like, like it right away or did it take you a little time to get used to or anything? It, it wasn't off putting. It wasn't exactly what I, what I was expecting, I guess. Mm-hmm. Due to you knowing my musical taste, mm-hmm. the band name, the album artwork, sure, sure, it kind of led me to think it was going to be a little bit more metal. Mm-hmm. Where I like that first, like real fast part that comes in is kind of maybe a little bit more on like the hardcore punk side of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and there's definitely some gray areas, and and I. And I like this about Svalbard where they have they have like some really cool like atmospheric, slow, buildy, pretty stuff. They have like the hardcore, super fast drum beats. They have they certainly do have metal parts. Um, so th- they kind of blend a lot of this together. They have some even like post rock stuff in in mm-hmm. some areas. Mm-hmm. But so it, I guess it did take me off guard a little bit. Okay, but I wasn't like. Uh, I wasn't grossed out. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, they do a great job of of kind of blending different genres, and they're kind of hard to pin down because they're not just a metal band. They're not just a hardcore band or a punk band or anything like that. They've got all these different things. And um, this is kind of a good example of that, um, kind of getting a little bit of a break from the pummeling that is most of the song.
realize I may have just played right through your timestamp. That's okay. I I, I was <laughs> I was gonna mention that because that's what I was gonna play at two oh four. The every moment led in part. Mm-hmm. R- really love how that is sung, and yep. the the build up with the drums. The what did she say right before every moment led in? We we play that again, or are you gonna just yeah. look it up? But like, because it's in a different melody. It's like a different vocal melody, and then she says every moment led in. Okay. I'll Which, by the way, every moment led in. Before that, yes. Cool band name. Ooh. Okay. Right. Okay, that'll be our band name. Oh. Okay. So it j- just that the every moment part, I guess, before the drums kick in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminds me of, I don't know what song it is. I'm pulling a U and I, I tried to search for it last night and I couldn't find it easily. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it reminds me of like a part of a Taking Back Sunday song, Off Tell All Your Friends, mm-hmm. where there's like this soft, like pretty part. Is there like, like some piano in that part too? V- I mean, very possible. I think I know what you're talking about. I don't know, but it just it just like triggered the synapse in my yeah, brain. Yeah, that yeah, was like yeah, Taking yeah. Back Sunday, and I was like, that I this band does not sound like Taking Back Sunday. <laughs> but there's there was multiple multiple times during this playlist where I'm like, this sounds like this band that sounds nothing like this band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is really cool. Yep. But yeah, so every moment led in uh, dibs on the band name. Okay. And so yeah, that was that went through two oh four, correct? Yes. Okay. My next timestamp is at two twenty one. Okay. May I? Please. Thank you. <laughs> Love the, uh, I think maybe the drums are the things, the thing that stands out the most there. Mm-hmm. But I love the synth in the yeah. back that is like hitting like this high pitch. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be honest, it's not doing a ton, but it's yeah. do, it's just it's creating this like really nice like extra layer that that makes that part sound like so full of like life. Uh, like I don't know, like, I just love it and. And it's kind of indicative of what they do a lot on this playlist where even though they're like a metal band and like it could be like it could be pummeling and it could be like dark or mm-hmm. dour, but a lot of their music is like really positive sounding. And it yeah. I think it's yeah. it's juxtaposed with not positive or op Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe some of them are optimistic, but like it's certainly not happy lyrics. Mm-hmm. Right, it's it's yeah. lyrics of, you know, pain or frustration. But yeah, the the synth there with the heavy drums is really really cool. Yes, yes, agreed. But they don't have they they don't have a ton of synth in their stuff. It no, no, like. not 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 much. Like not live, uh, just for the album. Mm. Let me see. Where did you just end your timestamp? 
I just ended at 2.39, and my okay. next would be at 3.07. Okay, so I'm going to play it a little bit more. The drums coming in on the next part. Just that really short, like, halftime beat that, that happens right there mm-hmm. uh, is is very cool. Again, kudos to the drummer. He's He's great. Yeah, let's let's see if we can't uh, learn his name by the end of this episode, so we can par- properly credit him. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Maybe it will just be able to manifest it out of thin air. Maybe the, maybe his name is the drummer. It could be. Yeah, his parents had a real specific career path for him. Oh, let me look it up. Oh, his name is Paul Bard. <laughs> Paul Blart. Okay. It's Paul Bard Zvalkop. <laughs> Is it really Paul Bard? No. Oh. I, I didn't look I'm it so up. I'm so gullible. Still, yeah. Um, old old gullible's travels over here. <laughs> um Okay, so this is 307, and this is where we're going to see if we're going to get into a fight for the remainder of this playlist. Sweet. Mark Lilly is his name. I love you. Aww. I love you too, Lassa. Maybe it sounded more like it last night, and there's better... And I I will repeat this note a couple more times in this playlist. But that was the first part of the playlist where I was like, yeah, I'm getting some Astronoid vibes here. Sure, sure. I mean, I I haven't listened to them enough. Still, Still waiting for that episode, I suppose. I'm, and I'm still waiting for vibes. them to release something else. I, sure, I feel like, sure. I, like I could give you, like I could give you a decent playlist, but mm-hmm. I mean, what have they been doing all, all uh, pandemic? They should have been writing something, right? <laughs> they reissued their album, their album on vinyl. Well, does that take any time whatsoever from the band? Mm, possibly, but not no. necessarily as a whole. Yeah. The the nerdiest one is like stressing over the artwork or something while the mm-hmm. rest of them are hopefully writing. Yeah. Yeah, just a, a lot of like the the high kind of like airy, like pretty airy, and I mean like A-I-R-Y vocals, mm-hmm. right? Where everything's like, ah, ah, <laughs> yeah. right? Like there's a lot of breath going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, with like the the super fast tremolo and like those driving drums, like that's your basic formula for an Astronoid song, um, which I really dug. And that, yeah, we're going to talk about Astronoid a lot today, Danny. Cool. So yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the bridge, like I don't have any timestamps, but just the bridge as a whole. And I don't know if you want to play anything from the bridge, but I literally wrote. The music is so awesome, the voice is so pretty, and the lyrics do not match the hopeful music. And then I started getting into yeah. the uh, potential like meaning of the the song. Uh, sure, sure, probably sure. probably just whiffed big, but 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think the bridge is really great. Yeah, I don't, the whole like bridge and ending of the song, like just leading the entire song out is, is fucking gorgeous. Like, like you said, it's, it's presented in a very pretty way, but it's about some fucked up stuff and about rape culture and all that kind of stuff. So it's the prettiest way they, that they could have chosen to present a fucked up topic. Yeah. Let's listen to a little bit of it. Okay. Okay. So that's still her singing, right? I think so. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I played way too too much, but it's just so fucking great. <laughs> hey, don't beat yourself up, man. <laughs> um, so okay, so so dumb question because obviously the the bridge lyrics are like can be like literally interpreted as. Mm-hmm. Uh, describing being raped yeah right but there's also some nuance or or gray area or something where it could also be part of like an overarching message of like just like being in a like abusive relationship yeah 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 um like like the the pre-course strike me down with your beating wings and remind me what it's like to feel things and then like she says, precarious devotion, and it kind of so it kind of seems like who she's talking about. If it is just about one person, mm-hmm. is like someone she is like close to or like attempting to be close to, but they are treating her shitty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I, I was kind of thinking that it was like maybe what it's like to be like to stay in an abusive relationship for. Mm-hmm too long which i guess any amount of time in an abusive relationship is too long but um but like that that idea of like you almost like get used to it like you get used to being in an abusive Mm -hmm. relationship and like maybe even to that point where you think like oh it's what you deserve sure 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 because she says like in the course she says like i will bear the scars of the fool and i don't know if that's like oh i was a fool for like you know, being with you or staying with you as long as I did, or I will look like the fool, mm-hmm. even though I like it wasn't in my control. Like, there's a ton of ways you can piece all these together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could also be her bearing these scars of the the fool that gave them to. Oh, her sure. As well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, her lyrics, oftentimes feel like there's not a metaphor in sight, and she is telling you exactly what she intends and 
what is pouring out of her heart. But at the same time, like this song in particular, yeah, there could be layers of metaphor there where I also like when she's talking about feathers and stuff like that for a second, I was like, wait, is this about like uh, animal abuse and like factory farming or something like that? Like it took me because they do have songs about that mm-hmm. kind of stuff as well. Do you do you mean the the beating wings part? No, toward the end where she's talking about uh, leave me oh. in a cage, my foot on a tether and only return to to uh, puck out. Is it pluck or pluck? pluck? On here it says puck. You want to talk hockey? <laughs> to puck out all my feathers one by one. Oh, God. Apple music for you. And then the very last line is this hurts, hurts too much to be love. And so I, I think maybe that's what made mm. me think like, oh, it's like someone she's in a relationship with. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not supposed to be like this. And maybe it's, you know, that thing like mm-hmm. when you're young, you don't know any better. Or maybe regardless mm-hmm. of age, if you're if you're in a relationship like that long enough, you kind of forget what a healthy relationship is supposed to feel like. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, th- this one was a little bit up open to interpretation to me. Maybe it's sure. not. Maybe she would listen to this and be like, no, you idiots. Like, it's pretty fucking clear. Um, but there are, there certainly are lyrics in some of the other songs where it's like, so like straightforward and, and, Mm -hmm. and I guess we'll talk about it then. But, um, in, in general, I like a little bit of gray area, like, oh, I wonder what they could be saying. Um, I don't know if we talked about it during secret machines because we were bad at it. But um, why well, I, I said we? I know you 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 want to take the blame for that one, but I don't think it, it was your fault. It was no. I, we just we had a bad game, but bad but like game. secret secret Thanks, machines coach. will uh, you know they'll have lyrics where it's just like they'll just like mention a color and a feeling, and you're like hmm, what is that? And it's like that's <laughs> and that's all they give you. It's like very like sparse, and you're not sure if one line sure. connects to the next. And yeah. in general, I like stuff like that. And so, um, while clearly these these lyrics in "Open Wound" have like have a purpose and a point and a, and a point of view and a, like, mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. very like very strong. I'm still not 100 percent certain what you know what the story is. I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Did you watch the music video for this song? I did. I watched it today, actually, for the first time. It was, yeah. It was I, uh, I couldn't find them playing this live, I don't think. Uh, oh, really? I'm trying to remember. Because um, I think that's what I was looking for, and I only found the video. Hmm. Seems you may be correct, Dante. Every once in a while. Uh, Are we done with the, the song? <laughs> sure. They're, they've not played it live, ever. There is a video of them playing through the song. Um, but that's just them like sitting on, on their beds playing instruments. Oh yeah. There was one, I can't remember which song it was. There was one where it was like, just, it was like her doing like a playthrough, like maybe even like teaching you how to play it on guitar or something. Yeah. That's this one. It's it's not, uh, it was her and then the, the other guitarist as well. They kind of like jump back and forth. What, what's his name? I hope he has a real Britishy name. His name is, Ooh, Ooh. Liam. Yeah. That's pretty British. Um, f- f- is it Felon? Felan? 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 P H E L A N. What? 
Felon. Spell it we, one more time. P H E L A N. Huh. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Liam Felon. Liam Liam Felon. Liam yep. Liam Felon. I just killed a bug. What kind? I have no idea. Okay. Uh the the little annoying kind. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The buggy kind. Well, it's too late for that bug, but in general, you should try not to die until you're dead. Mm-hmm. From 2018's It's Hard to Have Hope. Really uplifting stuff. Guess what my first note about this song is? You like the pretty intro? Yeah, it sounds like Asteroid. Oh. Yeah, man, this this is another real good opening where you're, you're starting to figure me out <laughs> as a very picky listener, maybe. Um, uh-huh. You're like, oh, I know if, I, if I give Dante a song with this type of intro, he'll at least listen to the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least get one minute into the song. So this was their second album, correct? Uh, yes. And what were you saying about their second album? Like you like you became aware of them at this time, but didn't really start yeah, listening to them? Yeah, I, I saw it pop up on a, on a music blog or two back in the day. I just remember the album cover. Yeah, it's very and, cool. Yeah, it's a cool album cover. And reading that the album was good, but then I don't think I actually went and listened to it for some reason. Sure. It took me a while. The album cover is like a kind of a mess of leaveless trees mm-hmm. is how I see that. Yeah. Also, though, we, we could be looking from the surface down and it could be roots oh. as well. I don't know because be. they, 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 they kind of look like trees, but kind of don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it took me a while to realize that they all come to like form this perfect circle in the middle. Yeah, circle right there in the middle. What's that about? I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> should uh should call hmm. the artist. Checkmate, Zvalbard. <laughs> Your move. So very pretty introduction, nicely played. And then I really love when the guitar just kind of like bleeds into the heavier part. You know, kind of different from the last one where it just kind of like throws you into the faster part after the the nice introduction. And this one kind of like, and then uh, it's kind of a slower, heavy part there. And it, it's quite nice. They only do that a couple times on this playlist, kind of like the not not plotting because it's not like slow mm-hmm. or boring, but it's mm-hmm. kind of just that like. A little bit of chug, a little bit of yeah, just yeah. chug like chords. Um, they do that a couple times, and I think this is the their best showing <laughs> sure, of that. Sure, sure. But, but because <laughs> they don't overdo it, right? It's not Gojira mm-hmm. where you're like, please, please do something else. Yeah. <laughs> Use your pinky for something; it'll help. It'll it'll, it'll do yes, something yeah. great. That yeah, they just throw in just enough of that. 
And the vocals there almost want me to say something. That doesn't really make sense. They okay. they make me want to say something, but I'm going to wait for later in the song and uh, see if we then come to blows. Okay, okay. My first timestamp is 2.48. Okay. Again, kind of further into the song. So do you have anything you want to play before then? No, I don't. Okay. 2.48, we are going to enjoy some high uh so some tremolo picking guitar into what i believe is the chorus That lead-in is is really good. It's really simple. Mm-hmm. It just gets like higher, like four times, and then, but that guitar kind of keeps going throughout the course. Do, do, does it change singers from the pre-course to the course there? Yeah, that was that was both singers. Okay, who's singing part. during the course? Is that the guy? Uh, Liam. I believe Liam is singing most of it. Yeah. Okay. He he his his voice is a little like a. Almost like drier or raspier, maybe. Yes, yeah, yeah, totally. That, That's okay. a good way. I was when when that was playing. I was trying to think of how to describe it, but yeah, drier and raspier is definitely. It, it's it's kind of like yeah, it's like further like back in the mouth. Or I don't know. I can't sing. I don't know how to describe <laughs> singing, but and I'm just I'm just trying to be able to like now be able to differentiate. Yeah, yeah, just, between just the two. Hearing. It's really easy when you're watching them live to be able to tell which one is singing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a harder time when it's an audio only yes. uh interaction. So all the only other stuff I have to talk about on this song is um I got lots. Depressing. So if you wanna No, see I, I like the song, so <laughs> Okay. Wanna mention at three forty eight, uh mm-hmm. it, it gets a little pretty and we get some nice soft noodly guitar here mm, noodles That's where I was saying they get a little post-rock. Yep, yep. Call that Explosions in the Skyrim. Ooh. I, I really like that. And they do that for about 30, 40 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then the vocals in this next part, Danny. Yeah. I know you got to be a big fan.
love, love those vocals. Love that line, I may be aching and exhausted, but life's not over yet. Just another one of those lines where you read it and you're like, I wonder what this means. <laughs> God, you, you stopped it right before the climax, Dante. Well, it was it was more about the... Uh, oh, I mean, I didn't want to play like 50 seconds, but also just like in that buildup, the screams are so like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. desperate and bare. We haven't talked about and that in a while. Since when? Since possibly a band that maybe they have uh, played with over over there on, on that big island over there. God whatever, is an Whatever astronaut. it's called. A funeral for a friend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's what I wrote. I was like, this is funeral for, like, their vocals are very similar hmm, yeah, in, yeah. in, in, in those specific parts. Sure. Sure. I wonder if they're buds. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. I mean, he, he's gone. He's been in Germany for however long. I mean, like, like maybe not IRL buds, but like Ireland. Buds. <laughs> yeah. Ireland buds, uh, band buds, like they've played together. Maybe. I mean, Funeral for a Friend has been done since like 15. Fallworth's been around for a while. Yeah, I mean, they they put out that single in what, 2013? So, Mm -hmm. I mean, and they were probably a thing before that. But I just mean, there's not... Like, they're they're of different generations. Yeah, yeah. But maybe. It's true. If Um, if anything, it it probably would have been like Funeral for a Friend coming through the town where Svalbard is from and Svalbard is opening for them. Right. Now, okay, I'm going to pull up the full lyrics here. Okay. But I kind of think this is a... Boy, maybe I'm really going to eat crow here, but I kind of think this is... A, even though the album title says different, that this is a song of hope? I would agree. Well, then why did you say it was depressing? Because what I have to talk about is depressing, but... Oh. Also... Oh, are you about to get yeah. personal? Yes. Fuck. <laughs> Do you want me to leave? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just want to look at... Uh, fuck, what's that guy's name from the pest? John Leguizamo? <laughs> I just want to look at Leguizamo for a while. I know. I, w- I wish you could get uh, vertical pictures into Zoom backgrounds, yeah, but it's yeah. tough. Well? Oh, I thought you were going to... Do something or say something. Um, no, I, I, that was it. It was um, okay. I I kind of thought this is like a song of hope, a, a little bit like, you know, it's a yellow song. So the phrase "I will try not to die until I am dead" seems kind of silly, like on a surface level, but if you think about it, and as far as my issues with depression and anxiety and all that kind of stuff has has happened throughout my life and any sort of suicidal type thoughts that I've had are for me anyway in the moment and not like when I've had suicidal thoughts it's like I don't actually want to die or I might feel like it but I also want to continue living because I do have things to live for and it's it's just a fucking struggle to deal with that kind of stuff. There's so many lines in this this song that really hit really fucking home. And that line you played, and especially the end part, right, where you cut it off, where they say, I may be aching and exhausted, 
but life's not over yet. And then it just explodes into the end of the song. And it's, it's fucking gorgeous. And the way she, she wrote those lyrics is, is perfect. And exactly how I've felt over the years, I get in these, these moods where I'm like, I want to go to sleep and not wake up. Or I want to wake up but not get out of bed, like those kind of things. Right. But it's not like I actually want to kill myself in one way or another, you know, actually go through it. Just sometimes I feel like I just want to sleep and not have to deal with anything. Um, yeah. And that's kind of what I got from this song that I'm aching and exhausted from all the shit I have to do all the time, but my life's not over yet. So I will try not to die until I'm dead. Yeah. It's such a, it's, it's like a silly, simple phrase, but it, it makes so much fucking sense. And Serena, thanks. I really, I really like the lyrics you write. They're perfect. When she responds to one of my DMs, I will tell <laughs> one of her, your 18 accounts, I will tell her that you've, you said this and felt this way and passed along her dismissal. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I, I totally agree. That's, that is how I, uh, perceive the line as well. Like, I, I don't think it's like a silly like phrase at all. Like it is kind mm-hmm. of like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like if, I guess if you're a complete dolt, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Me, you're most the, of you're the, the same time. dolt. Who's like, yeah, I like to push around little children. <laughs> right. At fucking Ozfest or whatever. Like, oh, well, of, stupid, course, of course I'm not going to die. Yeah. Duh. When else? How can you die before you're dead? Stupid. Boy, we got them so good. I know. Just I know now. dead. Burned. Pwned. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it just, it's, you know, don't give up. And, and th- this is a trite phrase, but I wrote it anyway where it, and it, it's probably not exactly correct. It's not, it's not a song about living life to the fullest, but it is about. Yeah. Not like you are going to have a thousand things trying to get in your way mm-hmm. on a daily basis. You don't have to also be one of those things. Like yeah. you don't have to like I know like that's something like I say to myself is like like give myself a chance. Like, sure, sure, sure. Don't self-sabotage. Don't tell myself no before another person or the world tells mm-hmm, me no. Mm-hmm. Cause like that's probably gonna happen anyway. So like, you know, <laughs> don't don't prevent myself from trying to do whatever. And so yeah, I I, I kind of felt the same way about the uh, uh, about the 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 title line. Or is that a thing? Um, sure, sure. Title line. I um I also I I think our experiences with depression are are pretty different. Mm-hmm. But I do think I would think a lot of people who would be willing to admit it would say. They have spent a good amount of time going, how great would it be right now to just not be? Yeah, yes. And that's different. That is different than I want to die. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just, I like, boy, if I could check out for yeah. a just week. not exist for yeah. <laughs> a while. Mm, that's and and sometimes the closest you can get to that is staying inside and playing Skyrim for a week straight. <laughs> sure, you know, like it's it's kind of the, the 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 least dark version of that. Last thing I'll say about this song is uh, it it 
made me realize that the this band reminds me of the band Envy, kind of a nice mixture of like beauty and chaos and all that kind of passion and stuff like that. Um, but uh, what Svalbard has on them is is uh, she's a better singer. Mm. I see. I don't know enough of Envy to be able to draw that comparison. Mm-hmm. You you pointed me in their direction, and I listened to. Uh, the album with the truck on it. <laughs> with the biggin? <laughs> the <Yeah>, biggin? <laughs> Listen back to the to the episode where we talked about this before. Oh, <laughs> he d- said, is, um, is the one with the, that's the one with the truck, the, the big. <laughs> oh, God, what an idiot. <laughs> uh, was I like trying to find the phrase big rig? I, I believe so, yes. All right, from depressive suicidal thoughts to an even more fun topic clickbait fuck off clickbait She doesn't. She doesn't scream clickbait. I know. I know. <laughs> be, be, uh, be funny though. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure, it would. Okay. Clickbait from 2020s. When I die, will I get better? Another pretty intro on this one, huh, Dante? I'm torn. This is my. No, nothing's fine. Huh? Nothing's fine. I'm torn. Yes. If if we weren't potting, I'd be naked on the floor. <laughs> this is like the half pretty intro, half not pretty intro to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This song has been and a little bit continues to be the most challenging song for me. Okay. Of, of the playlist. I like it and it's certainly grown on me, but it's, it's a song that I like. It's parts more than the sum. Sure, sure. The intro is, the like opening opening is nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then it gets into like that kind of like thrashy, hardcore part. Mm-hmm. That part and the verses in general for this song, I don't think are that great. Okay. Like they, they just grab me the least. Okay, sure. For whatever reason. But... And I don't want to jump past stuff if, if you have stuff. But when it gets to the chorus, mm-hmm. I'm back in, baby. Yeah, yeah. The chorus rocks. Yeah, the chorus is great. I, th- I think it's, this is a silly thing to say because it is probably the case for a lot of songs, but maybe not necessarily the type of songs we talk about a lot. I think the chorus is the real highlight here. Sure, sure. The chorus and the the outro of the song. Hundred percent, and those are my two timestamps: one thirty, okay, and four forty-six. Hey, one thirty also. Yeah! Hey, we matched. Yeah! 
Yes. <laughs> was I frozen? No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying like we said, yeah. We oh, like the freeze frame. Air, yeah. Yeah. Freeze frame. What? Like there was a part during the mid nineties where I would full on say, yes. Like, yeah, yeah. why? <laughs> yes. What? <laughs> The, the brief period, the six months or so I lived with Kevin, we would play um, New Super Mario Brothers on the Wii, Nintendo Wii. We would play that together. And he, he's he's super fun to play video games with. We we all we would also get together and play Resident Evil games um, oh, after he moved away. Uh, he would come when he would come back to Sacramento, we would get together and play Resident Evil. But playing video games with him, he's sitting there. We're playing uh, New Super Mario Brothers. Yes. 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 <laughs> That's so. F- he doesn't seem like a he doesn't competitive, like gonna get into it in that way type of guy. No, he doesn't, and I, I love it. It's just so endearing because it's it's so like elementary school. <laughs> yeah, but it it's per. Oh, I love it. It was great. It's elementary, my dear Kevin. Elementary, my dear Kevin. My dear also, Dr. Kevin. For all... Oh. Get it? Yeah. Yeah, I get it now. Uh, for all the listeners out there, uh, Kevin does not seem like the type of guy who would get into competition in that sort of way. If you weren't able to pick that up from context clues. <laughs> yeah. So the fact that he would, um, I suppose, succeed at something in the game and then say mostly to himself, Yes! Yes. Comes as a bit of a surprise from <laughs> the point of view of someone who knew him, mm-hmm. but not in that way and certainly did not live with him. Yes. Went to his basement apartment with a bunch of spiders once. Really? Oh, when he oh when he lived in that one base. Okay, yeah, I remember that. I believe we watched, like, I think he had a DVD. It was like Saturday Night Live, The Best of Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> which... Seems insane. Man, Kevin like is that, a fucking enigma, man. That, yeah, holy shit. I haven't thought about that for a very long time. Kevin, like objectively one of the coolest people I've ever known. Yes. But a DVD of the best of Jimmy Fallon is like a circle of hell. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Anyway, this is this is great content for all the Kevin heads out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just that's our segment, uh seven minutes in Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it there. It's so cozy. So cozy. Um so bow the, pan- the pants are so tight. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Play me a timestamp. Well, I'm just gonna f- play you the fucking course. Play it. Um all right, so we're skipping. I mean, I kind of feel like. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. okay. Hold on. There's no lies of omission on this show. And so I'm just going to own it and I'm going to play the. So it's the pretty airy intro for like almost 40 seconds. And then it gets into this super fast, aggressive, I guess, verse. Okay. Um, so I'm going to play that first. And I, I don't love this, but. I am probably wrong. Oh, I 
it starts to get a little better because it gets starts to get more back into their like driving kind of mm-hmm. rhythmic. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, like remember the first time I heard that, I was like, Ugh, I don't think I'm gonna like this song, and, <laughs> and I, I I overcame it. Um, but that that part is kind of like the Jimmy Fallon of a late '90s <laughs> Saturday Night Live. Ep. Sure, 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 sure. Um, but okay, now now let's get to the chorus. Let's get that chorus. Ooh, ooh buddy. fucking rocks yeah yeah i like the guitar in the next the lead guitar in the, that next part too i know i have to stop at some point though i can't just play the whole song <laughs> why not um, why there, not there's some good synth in that yeah. course yeah. again that uh, accompanies it and, and works really well before we get to so what's your next timestamp? mine's 446 uh 220 a real quick one hey were you wearing that shirt yesterday i sure was didn't want okay. to confuse you what what do you what do you think would have happened if you were wearing a different shirt? That would have confused me. If I was if you were wearing a different shirt, that would have confused me. Yep, yep. I was confused because you were in the same shirt, and I was like, "Wait, is today yesterday?" <laughs> yeah, but I'm wearing we, different pants. Well, you're wearing pants. <laughs> I'm wearing pants today. That's confusing too. Okay, 220. Just the, just the palm muting and that pick slide. Yeah, it's a good pick slide. Yeah, better than that uh, that one pick slide from uh, Third Eye Blind. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, that one's good. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah, it's... As a general rule, it's not a good idea to try something record it it's like to try something for the first time and record <laughs> it and commit it to record yeah 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 um to your major label debut <laughs> yeah oh well uh my next my next timestamp is 423 until the end of the song so i should probably just not play the last minute or so yeah um so yeah this song is 546 so that would be like a minute and a half yeah yeah <laughs>
Oh God, that part is it's it's just the fucking. Just say it, man. It's the bee's knees. <laughs> it is the fucking bee's knees. So 446 is when that double bass. Yeah. The, the, the double bass onslaught and then the like more melodic. Uh, I wrote melodic as fuck with uh, five U's. It's oh, so, so, and, and that like melodic driving rhythmic layer Mm-hmm. underneath the like harsher vocals yeah like that's really good balance i really like that type of but now when it's that type of vocals and then the like fast um like more hardcore punk stuff like sure. that becomes sure. a little like for like i'm still the guy who gets like scared by music so <laughs> um that will be like too much sometimes for me or i'll be like um oh, i'm getting a headache Sure. But if you s- scream all you want over like pretty melodic mm-hmm, tremolo mm-hmm. guitar and double bass, hell yeah, yeah. And the Fucking and then so just good. the end of that song is uh, the "I will have control" part with everyone saying it. I will have control. <laughs> <laughs> They're all whispering it. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, so badass. Obviously, I have no qualms with the the topic, the sure. subject matter, the her point of view, like mm-hmm. full full on support and, and agreement. Yeah, I uh, I I feel bad doing this because <laughs> I I like there's a line that kind of makes me go ah, and. I don't want to, it does not detract from the overall song or the overall Mm. like um, perspective. And so I hope that this isn't a nitpick that is like, hey, why did you even have to say that? (laughs) (laughs) Sure, sure. The like the line, and it's the fucking title, but when she says desperate clickbait article, Mm -hmm. it's that we've talked about it before. It's that like touch of almost like two everyday life. Mm-hmm. That it kind mm-hmm. of takes me out. A now, little too it, on the nose or whatever. A, a little bit. Like anytime there's a song that like references like, you know, getting a text or something like that, <laughs> where it's just like, uh, like that's I don't know why, but it it yeah, it it brings me out of it a little bit. It uh-huh, it brings uh-huh. me out of like the headspace of like this song, and then it brings me back into well, I get texts. I see, I see articles like this isn't like, I don't know. It's I, I probably, if I thought about this for two more minutes, it, I would not care about it, but sure, sure, sure. It's yeah. Just like the, the two it's too modern of a cult, like a clickbait art, clickbait article, like that phrase just like really sticks out to me like a sore thumb, mm-hmm. but yeah. I didn't even really know that's what it was saying until I read the lyrics Sure, sure. But like on the other hand, there's the line, and it won't be dismissed as virtue signaling. Mm-hmm. And I probably should feel the same way about that line because that's a very of the time sure. yes. phrase, virtue signaling. But I think that line's great, and it doesn't take me out of the song. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But I just thought maybe sometimes on a podcast we can discuss things, and so I was thinking, maybe sure, sure. <laughs> No, I I know what you're you're saying. Hey, Dante, it's okay. It's okay. You don't have to sink into yourself. It's okay, buddy. I can see you peeking out from behind that microphone. No, no, <laughs> no. I wasn't. No, I wasn't. 
It's okay to come out. I hide behind here so you don't see me because you're a dad and this is my pop screen. <laughs> do you wanna do you wanna move on to the next song or do you wanna talk with, talk about what this song's about? Um sure we can talk about this what this song's about. Okay. Um so partial partially about um uh, metal websites or blogs or whatever putting women in the headlines of articles and stuff just to get all the shitty fans on there making shitty comments about like women don't belong in metal and you know yada 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 all that kind of stuff but also having to do with uh apparently this was on the uh, cousin podcast of the uh, or less universe she was talking about (laughs) The Cousin Podcast is uh, not a show I would be interested in. <laughs> you don't know. It could be really good. Sure. I mean, it's big in the South. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, an article that was that was posted uh, that was supposed to be about their album, but the headline was referencing uh, how she had just gotten out of an abusive relationship and how that was, I mean, a fucked up thing to put in uh a headline for an article that's supposed to be about uh, an album review or whatever, but also like, what does that have to do with anything about the music or anything like that? Like, yeah, maybe she has a song about that. I think that's probably what the first song open wound is, is about, but why does that need to be the headline of the article? And it's just to get clicks on the article. It's just to get um, shitty trolls on there talking about the men's rights and all that kind of bullshit. So (laughs) Is that a, do we know, is men's right, is that like a a thing in the UK as well? It's not just like a stupid American? Probably. Men are stupid everywhere. Well, and and like, let's be real, like, I think British men are probably on the higher end of stupid. I know we, I know we think they're all so charming, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. um, I think there's some real ding-dongs over there. Some real ding-dongs. Oh, that, that's, I didn't know the specifics of it. I, I was wondering if it was like just kind of in general how she's represented in like the metal scene mm-hmm. or if, even if it was just like I could see where like, you know, uh, a male writer, I, I guess possibly even, you know, female like journalist as well, but would be like, you know, wow, can you believe this metal band is, you know, ha- have you ever heard of a front woman? <laughs> what? <laughs> Whoa! And yeah, it yeah, where yeah. it becomes like a gimmick, like or they treat it like a gimmick rather than yeah, just yeah, you know what it is as her being or an even artist. just the phrase female fronted metal band is right annoying because I would never the phrase male fronted metal band would never come out of anyone's mouth right yeah. So when I worked at a small Wyoming newspaper, mm-hmm. I wrote a column, an opinion column about how it it bothered me that like I my jumping off point was like the local high school but it, it's all over the country where you know let's say your your high school is the uh you're the big city bulldogs sure okay sure. and if you are a female athlete you play your jersey says lady bulldogs mm, yeah, yeah and and I wrote about how that always like like really 
seemed unnecessary. It, yeah, absolutely. Because unless it's like, um, I'm, I'm trying to think of an example where like, like, like there are there are some animals where like you would reference the the like the different genders of the animal like by different names. Sure. Like uh, I don't know, like a a, a buck and a doe or whatever. Like, sure. Right. Does sure. that does that work? Anyway. Yeah, I know um, what you I know what you're getting. But uh, but the the local high school. It was not. It was an animal where you just say the animal name, and you don't have to put that like modifier on it. Mm -hmm. And I got so much shit. Oh, I'm sure. And and a lot of it also was women being like, "Well, I went there, and I was proud to be a lady." Blank. Um, And it was like, "That's no, that's fine." Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying don't be proud, and but yeah, it's just that thing of like. I, I think that was the first time I'd really stopped and, and thought about it and been like, oh, like men are the default. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then white everything men else. are the default. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, in, in this case, the, like that didn't come into this particular uh, article. <laughs> it is Wyoming. It is Wyoming. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's a very safe bet. I, I don't mean safe because I not that white men are safer. <laughs> I mean, safe as in like you can be more confident that the, oh boy. Um, so in in the um, big city bulldogs, there's the lady bulldogs, and then the male jerseys. Do they say the big dick bulldogs on there? Yep, yep. It was the swing and sack bulldogs. <laughs> anyway, so I, I guess my point was, boy, wasn't I woke ten years ago? Um, yeah, you were. No, but just. Like that was my kind of first thought when I when I read these lyrics was mm-hmm. I, I didn't realize there was like specific instances with that that maybe she was referencing, but I could just imagine fucking every every show, especially when you're starting out, every like you know bar you're gonna play, it's shitty comments from a probably a predominantly male yeah. audience yeah. and and or fucking uh, Meredith in uh, Spanish love songs, yeah, the, the merch girl or whatever, the merch girl, yeah. <laughs> Like that kind of bullshit. Like, oh, are you the merch girl? Like, no, fuck you. I'm the, I'm the lead singer. <laughs> but anyway, um, I also watched them do this live in the K pit. Oh, that's such a good video. Um, and and that's when I first realized they were a dual vocals yep. band. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I, I really like that. They, I'd have to listen to it again. I, f- I felt like they did the intro differently. Like it was a little. Maybe maybe yeah. a little more sparse or something, but like mm-hmm. the like the singing during the intro was it that was it the song? I'm not confusing some of my songs, am I? Mm. I don't think so. I don't think um, so. But like the singing was like so like uh, like vulnerable mm-hmm, mm-hmm. before like the the music like really kicks in. Um, yeah, really. I feel like I would get goosebumps a lot if I saw them live. Yeah. Oh that, yeah. That was the feeling sure. I got. And I hate goosebumps, so I'm never gonna see him. Svalbard, <laughs> you're out. That's all I got for okay. for clickbait. So I was I was um, looking up the while well, we were talking about that the last thing about the the mascots. I was looking up the the place Svalbard. I was like, oh, I wonder what I wonder if they have the northernmost town. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if they have uh, high school mascots there. It's actually. Uh, these Svalbard flightless birds. Right. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Very good. Uh, flightless birds. Such a such a cruel song to have to talk about after the Pittsburgh Penguins have just been eliminated from the NHL playoffs. But uh, yes, I, I knew that. That I know that is something you did uh, <laughs> specifically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Poor Sidney Crosby. So um, yesterday, mm-hmm. I sent you a text with a note from my notes that I took for this uh, playlist. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. And it says, does Dante like this song? Because this is the most like post-hardcore screamo-ish type song. There's not a lot of pretty in this song. It's very abrupt. It doesn't have the pretty intro or anything. It's very abrupt. It's very screamy, all that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, there is some quieter parts in, toward the end, middle. But yeah, does Dante like this song? Not as much as the other four. Okay, okay. <laughs> it was almost a regret. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't mind that it's on the playlist because... Now, I don't know how representative uh, this is of like their albums. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if like they just have, you know, this is the only song that is this like dedicated to being a hardcore song or whatever. But so I think it's like kind of good to like get the full picture. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's just not your not as much my thing as it as the uh, as the other four. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's the most thrashy. It's the least melodic. It's yeah. it just kind of doesn't have the formula for me, though. Mm-hmm. There, there's a couple parts that I like, but overall, it's it if I was to make like a bigger Svalbard playlist, mm-hmm. it, Flatless it would, Birds probably wouldn't be on it. Okay, okay. Fair. I won't even say probably. Yeah. It wouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, listening yesterday, uh, I realized that this song kind of sticks out as compared to the others. It It is a lot more hard and straightforward and stuff like that. You know, that's Maybe. that's initially how I, uh, how I thought I was going to feel about clickbait. Okay. And but mm-hmm. like clickbait like grew on me and I just I don't know. We 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 just felt each other out. But that didn't happen with flightless birds. Sure, sure. <laughs> That's a funny note for you to have though. Does Dante like this song? Like <laughs> you could you could do that for every single song. Like that's it's, what we're here to find true. out, kind it's of. True. <laughs> <laughs> it was more like a I don't think Dante's gonna like this song kind of a kind of note. What was the uh playlist construction like did you have you know eight songs at first and whittle it down were there swaps being no made? this one was it was almost like i wanted to put every song off of the 2020 album on it sure and i had to go back and spend a bit of time with the older material because because like i said I've, I've listened to it but i've spent the most time with their newest album and this is one i had never really listened to before making this playlist I liked it because it leans into the hardcore, the screamo kind of aspects. But then I realized that's something that I like. Right. But it's not necessarily something that Dante likes. So, yeah, it was it was um, a song that I had probably not heard before constructing the playlist. So inquisitive over there. Well, I was on their, I'm on their Spotify and because I was looking at their albums because they have, 
it looks like their first proper album was 2015. Mm-hmm. And this song, Flightless Birds, is off. It's just like a single mm-hmm. from 2013. And they have a they have three singles from that, or is maybe one of these an EP? Yeah, Gone Tomorrow is an EP. Yeah, um, I think one of them from, is like a split release with another band or something. Uh, that was 2017. Okay. The title sleep. Yes. Are yeah. you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. So yeah, I was kind of surprised that like you gave me three songs from 2020, one from 2018, and then one going back all the way to like as far as Spotify is concerned, their beginnings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, is now would you say that they've grown or evolved as a band? Yes. Yeah. Uh, they've definitely grown past what they're doing here on this song. Okay. Uh, to be more interesting or dynamic or, or you know, they've just become better musicians dynamic. and better, dynamic. better songwriters. Um, but I also really like this version of the band as well. Sure. It, it sounds very Danny. Yeah. When is your first timestamp, my dear? 155-ish. Are we getting into the bridge at that We're point? We're getting into that, that little like drum roll thingy. Okay. Let's hear it. Alrighty. Blink one fifty five ish. One blink one fifty five ish. while you're ahead Danny that part's really great it gives me like funeral diner vibes pianos become the teeth status landscape all those kind of uh scrams bands whatever you want to call them and then it's got a bit of that that desperate vocals that I love Dante's new background everyone just to keep you updated uh is a bunch of flightless birds look at those birds can't even fly what i think about your inability to fly <laughs> just gonna flick you away what are you gonna do yeah you're not gonna fly away but yeah anytime anytime a band does like a quiet part with that little drum roll thing yeah sign me up yeah i i really like that mellow little bridge there and then i mean i even like some of the the harder parts okay so i'm gonna go to 320 <gasps> guess who do else have- has that note guess guess who else has that note Lassa renee Renee. No, Raylene. Raylene. God. Christ. (laughs) Yes, this part is great. Okay, here we go.
those yeah the the harder strums and there's mm-hmm. the the bass hit for each yeah. strum Ugh, really could've, good could have gone on for another like 20 30 just, seconds maybe like two yeah, more okay. measures or something okay so i'm i'm gonna scrub ahead just 15 seconds so we're okay. not fucking boring everybody i think boring ourselves is enough so at 353 okay so yeah they do this cool palm mute like break thing mm-hmm. and this next part reminded me of touche amore's history reshits itself oh. and it's it's mainly because of the drums the drums come in and they do that like three kick beat where it's it's boom boom pop boom 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 pop boom boom mm-hmm. right here These closets have been closed too long. There's no more room for flightless birds. This, yeah, all, all these flightless birds, by the way, mm-hmm. gay. <laughs> I get it because of the song. Yes, not just because I thought these you were two. you were transporting yourself back to like 2002. These birds are gay. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's me. That's how I talk. Yeah, no, I'm I'm like being a proponent for these birds. Yeah, yeah. So look, this this song is not all bad. has mm-hmm. has a couple of cool parts, but it's uh it's all like interspersed with like the more hardcore stuff. That's just yeah, not yeah. not quite my bag. But um, yeah, n- not a bad song by any means. And and the fact that this was them in 2013, and they've kind of I don't want to say move past this, like this mm-hmm. is a bad place to be, but that they've e- evolved or added more uh, dynamics <laughs> to their sound. <laughs> they've um, grown up a bit, maybe. Yeah, that that just makes me more excited to listen to the other albums. Yes. To listen to someone? Svalbard. What? Oh, Sval- oh, oh, Svalbard. Okay. I thought... Sorry. Svalbard to some. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen to someone. Twenties. When I die, will I get better? Uh, another pretty intro for you. My first note here is, ooh, Shuge's voice. Shuge's voice. She gives a lot of Shuge's voice. Yeah. So we don't have to get too in the weeds on the uh, lyrics of this one. We've already delved into depression and abuse and stuff. Um, yes. I'm pro, you're anti, we don't want to get political. <laughs> but uh, just the fucking line, it's not my life that's the problem, it's me. Mm. Serena, just, yeah. If I ever see uh, Svalbard live, whoosh, high five. What, what else do you like about this song? 
What else do I like? Okay, so it reminds me again of some funeral for a friend song, kind of like with the Taking Back Sunday thing. I couldn't sure, like pinpoint sure. one. So let me play. Why did I close Spotify? From <laughs> two thirty six. Okay. To the core us. Mm-hmm. Because it involves everybody. Mm-hmm. Ooh, fuck the drums. Again, it's not like a super showy thing, but mm-hmm. it's just a, a really good choice. Just that fucking like driving, like rhythmic pounding on the toms. The prum, 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 yep. prum, prum, prum. Oh, man. Um, and then it gets to the course, and I will I'll let the course continue to play here. I'll- It's kind of like that same drum part you pointed out um, on Open Wound, mm-hmm. where it's just that like really cool beat that uh, that just kind of propels the chorus forward. Yes, it's it it's that thing that simultaneously makes uh, writing music like this seem easy and impossible. Like, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Because nothing they're doing is like overly complicated, but they're just like, hey, I'm gonna. I'm going to play the exact right thing in this moment. And then the other person's like, yeah, I'm going to do the same, but with my instrument. Yeah. (laughs) And like, they all fucking do the perfect thing at the right time. Yeah. I'm going to, again, like all these parts are like, just boom, 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 one after another because the song's so good. So I'm just going to scrub ahead to 309. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the, like the lead guitar in it's kind of maybe in the background so maybe that doesn't make it the lead but it's like it's playing a lead sure just uh again this note doesn't make a lot of sense but uh i wrote just high note city baby (laughs) (laughs) the fuck is wrong with me high note city bulldogs kept getting higher and higher so many licks mm-hmm. it's always doing something like you like you i think you said again on the first song i think you said yeah. she's always doing a lead yes and yeah. it, it's always something pretty and melodic mm-hmm. that 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 grabs your attention um and also serves like the that part of the song really well yeah fucking good man yeah
That's great. It's just great. It's like this song's real good. That's all. I mean, that's all I can fucking say about it. Is it's great. Like the words are are amazing. Her voice sounds amazing, and then the scream coming in. I don't. I. I'm not sure if it's her or Liam, but it's beautiful. Legend has it they don't even know. It's the mystery that makes the song so good. Ooh. Last part I will play. Uh, Fucking double bass, man. Yeah. Some illnesses, they just have no fix. They don't do a lot of double bass. Mr. Mark, I believe that was his name. He doesn't do a lot of double bass, but every time he does, it's it's the right choice. Yeah. And I, I believe, boy, maybe this song is a lot like Open Wound, because Open Wound ends with double bass as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this is, okay, all right, hey. I'm not doing the clickbait article thing of just like comparing female-led bands because mm-hmm. I'm a um, uh, like reductive asshole. <laughs> but Joy Formidable, mm-hmm. possibly Joy Formidable. Who knows? I mean, probably uh, Ritzy. They do double bass mainly in one song, mm-hmm. but I think they do it in a few songs. And it's it like pays off so well when he yeah. does it. Yeah. Um, but they're they're like they're like first hit worrying. Oh, I remember. It ends with this like great double bass uh flourish and it's f- so sick. Um and that's what this kind of reminded me of, where yeah, it's like, oh shit, like I didn't even know he had two pedals under it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because it's like it's like just for this part of the song, or in this case, maybe just for a couple songs in their albums. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's just a really good tool to have with you and able to play because sure, it sure it adds so much. Um, that was my last uh note, except for like later at like 437, I just wrote, Oh yeah, the title, because that's when uh mm-hmm. I think she, but maybe he is saying saying the name yeah, of the song. Yeah, I think it, I think it's Serena at that point. All right, let's wrap this motherfucker up. Yeah, let's see. We are at three twenty six. I said three and a half hours. We can do this. Okay. Okay. So uh, a quick like I I tried to at first rank the songs. Okay. And then I realized. I couldn't really pick between three of them. So they're just in tears. Okay. Try not to die. Listen to someone and open wound. Okay. Are in one tier. Mm-hmm. Clickbait is in a tier below. Mm-hmm. And flightless birds are in a tier below that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's a really good visual. Thank you. Got it. <laughs> but like, there's three songs that I, I feel like on any given day could be my favorite song. Mm-hmm. And not by default. Like, it's not like I think they're all C's. Mm-hmm. Like, these are all great songs. Um, and so, yeah, you did a hell of a job here, Danny. This is a good playlist. 
Yes. I'm like Kevin playing a video game. Yes. 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 Um, not surprisingly, uh, I, I lean towards the melodic metal stuff mm-hmm. more so than mm-hmm. the hardcore Shoegaze stuff. Voice. She loved the shoegaze voice, pretty openings. I like that. I got reminded of Astronoid, and I got reminded of Funeral mm-hmm. for a Friend. Um, and I'm really excited for what I get to listen to, hopefully in like seven hours for yeah. Noctool. Yeah. I can't wait to make Shoegaze Girl listen to a Skyrim <laughs> album when like we go camping. There's three songs out already. You could listen to those three over and over for the next few hours. I saw one is called uh, Labyrinthian, which is a big ass mm-hmm. fucking uh, place to explore in Skyrim. Holy shit. When you get to that place, you're like, all right, I'm like, do I have time for this this afternoon? Like, it's like a it's like a labyrinth. It's like it's like David Bowie is in there with mm-hmm. a codpiece, mm-hmm. <laughs> with what I hope is a codpiece. Anyway, four Sweet. I'm glad. Part of me was a little worried that you weren't going to like it because of the hardcore stuff, but thankfully, I was wrong. Well, that's it, everybody. Next episode will be the beginning of Jimmy Eat July, where we talk about Jimmy Eat World for a month. Next week is playlist of early Jimmy Eat World songs pre-clarity that was provided to us by the wonderful podcast, Jimmy Eat Pod. So, you know, listen up to see what we have to say about that. I feel like I have a very podcast voice right now. And here comes one of my kids. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Oh, all right. Yep. Get out. So Danny asked me to do a little solo record here tonight with my uh, big heaping bowl of rice and um, a like 90 degree apartment. And I said, why, Danny? Do you think people are so interested in my opinion about Noctul's debut and hopefully first of many album, Wretched Abyss? And he said... Uh, no, we just uh, need to fill time. And so that's what I plan to do. Got my uh, shitty, leaky air conditioner that is on top of a nightstand that cannot support it going. So if you hear any uh, background noise, that's what that is. Messed with the noise gate a little bit. It was to the point where it was cutting off the beginning and end of all of my words, so I had to turn that down. So hopefully we are now at a decent level. Okay. On to Noctul. Noctul, as you probably know, since it was mentioned on uh, the episode that Danny is going to tack, uh, tack this onto. Ooh, terrible, terrible diction there awful um of course you know about noctool because um they were discussed in the episode after which this will be tacked 
Does that work? Um, so I'm just going to do a brief rundown of every song and my feelings about every song on Wretched Abyss, which is a Elder Scrolls Skyrim concept album. Here we go. Track one, Elven Sword. So good it could turn a one-handed weapon into a two-handed weapon, if you know what I mean. Track two, Labyrinthian. They used to say Bramunar, but I say the song isn't very accurate, because it's not a ruin at all. In fact, it makes everything better. Track three, Wretched Abyss. This song is the guardian of the unseen and the knower of the unknown, and it rocks ass, and I will serve as its champion. Track four, Evanar. Gotta be careful during the summer. You can't listen to the song near lots of dry grass. There's no way to Evanar the fire that this song produces. Track five, Winterhold. To be honest, I'm not a big mage guy or anything, but if that campus is as awesome as my favorite song on this album, I'm taking out a loan from the Thieves Guild and I'm enrolling next semester. Track six, Death Bell Harvest. Um, yeah, he'll march down to the swamps and munch on some Death Bell until all my stamina is ravaged. What is stamina good for if not for rocking out? Track seven, Unrelenting Force. Shout, shout, this song rocks out. These guitars know what metal's about, so rock on. And the eighth and final track, Become Ethereal. Yeah, this one's just like very pretty and it has some strings and piano. It's, it's nice. I like it. So I will give Noctools, Wretched Abyss, 4.78 out of 5 Companions. Thank you, everybody. <laughs>